In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Our text for today is the Gospel reading from St. Matthew, which I've already read. This year, as I said a little bit ago, marks the 503rd anniversary of the beginning of the Lutheran Reformation. Well, we have to wait quite a while for something as significant as the 500th anniversary that we celebrated back in 2017. This year does actually mark the 500th anniversary of another significant event in the life of the Reformation. 500 years ago this year, Pope Leo X issued his document, Exerge Domini, which condemned the teachings of Martin Luther. Luther, in the document, was given 60 days to recant his teaching or he would be excommunicated from the Church of Rome. Luther did not recant. In fact, in very dramatic and public fashion, Luther burned the papal document in public. In 1521, he was excommunicated. And our Gospel reading for today which has been used by Christians commemorating the Reformation, starting way back with contemporaries of Luther himself, Jesus speaks of the violence that the kingdom of heaven has suffered. Unquestionably, Luther and his fellow reformers suffered quite a bit of violence at the hands of the Roman Catholic Church. But this is, in fact, the lived experience from the church from the beginning all the way up until our own day. Consider one of the men that God spoke, or that Jesus spoke of in the gospel reading for today. Elijah, the prophet, whom Jesus mentions here. Israel's king Ahab and his wife Jezebel relentlessly pursued the prophet. If you recall, God had sent Elijah to do battle with the false prophets of Baal. God's people had set up idols to worship this God, and Elijah went in, and his first weapon of attack was to mock the false god. Why wouldn't he listen to the prayers of his prophets? Maybe Baal was sleeping. Or he was on a long trip. Or maybe, Elijah says, he was off using the bathroom. Could a preacher get away with that in 2020? Probably not. After calling down the Lord's fire on the true altar of God, Elijah slaughtered those false prophets. And in a rage, Ahab and Jezebel sought Elijah's life. Jesus also mentions here St. John the Baptizer. John was another prophet and fiery preacher of God's word. And even more so, Jesus says here that John is the Elijah who is to come, as prophesied by Malachi at the very end of your Old Testament. But even this prophet, who had the high and honorable calling of pointing his finger at Jesus and saying, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, even he had to suffer violence. At the time of our Gospel reading, John was in prison, awaiting his execution for preaching against the adulterous affair between King Herod and his brother's wife. John died by beheading. 
And we don't even know from the text of the New Testament if his disciples were actually able to bury his head and his body together. Again, Jesus says, From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has suffered violence, and the violent take it by force. After he says this, Jesus says something that's a little bit perplexing. He says, But to what shall I compare this generation? It is like children sitting in the marketplaces and calling to their playmates. We played the flute for you, and you did not dance. We sang a dirge, and you did not mourn. In other words, Jesus, or the generation that Jesus is speaking to wanted to march to the beat of its own drum. John's life and ministry did not appeal to the crowds, and so they said that he had a demon. Jesus' own life and ministry didn't appeal to the crowds either, and they accused him of being a drunk, a glutton, and a friend of tax collectors and those nasty sinners. The crowds did not like the accusatory preaching of John, but they hated even more the free forgiveness of sins that Jesus proclaimed. They hated that more. But Jesus, when he speaks of this generation, isn't just speaking to the crowds in front of him. Nine times in the Gospel according to St. Matthew, Jesus uses that phrase, this generation. And in every single case, it is crystal clear that Jesus is speaking of all human beings, every fallen man of every time and place, those generated from Adam. The reason Elijah faced violence was because he proclaimed the coming reign of Christ. The reason John the Baptist faced violence is because he also proclaimed the coming reign of Christ. The reason Martin Luther faced violence was because he proclaimed the coming reign of Christ. This is perhaps something to keep in mind when the church considers outreach. We should expect the world to revile us. The whole premise of the so-called church growth movement, whose entire goal is to simply increase the number of people sitting in the pew by any means necessary, is that the church simply needs to market itself better to the unbelieving world in order to bring them around, to bring them into the church. Most of the time, this means moving to a more contemporary worship style and downplaying any serious law preaching that would make hearers uncomfortable. We ought to expect that the world would reject us out of hand, whether we appear to be ascetics like John the Baptist or like Jesus, drunks and friends of tax collectors and sinners. We cannot please the unbelieving the world without radically changing the message of the gospel. But we are here today experiencing a different kind of violence. We are right now engaged in a very test of our metal. We are facing violence from this virus as it runs through our community, as it threatens our health and our lives. But we're also facing a violence against our confession, 
that says that gathering here in this place is essential. Many would have us stop meeting here together as if what we do here is not that crucial or could be substituted for something else. I read a letter this week from the county health officials up in St. Joseph County, that's where South Bend is for you Notre Dame fans, asking churches to pivot to online worship services until March. March! That's five months from right now. Now, thanks be to God that I have not received such a letter, but you better believe that our officials have churches on their radars. What we did early on here was what we thought was the best. We didn't know a lot about how this thing was spread or how bad it would be. And if you recall, there were all kinds of horrible stories about people being hooked up to ventilators and simply wasting away to nothing. And here we are again. Everything is ramping up again. I did get a different kind of letter this week, or rather during my break, from our county health officials. And how they got my personal email address is beyond me. They were saying that churches ought to do a better job of stopping the spread, despite the fact that no outbreaks have been traced to church gatherings, at least in our county. People loved by God, it may be that we face violence here as we seek to meet together to worship. We cannot allow the fear of this thing to carry us away. I've said it before, and I will say it again. I cannot guarantee your safety here, plague or no plague. I can't do it. But I can promise you the forgiveness of sins, life, and salvation because that's what Jesus has promised to give you in his word and in his very body and blood that are up here on the altar for you today. He who came to bring the kingdom of God suffered violence in order to bring you these gifts. He suffered blasphemy and rejection. He suffered beatings and crucifixion. He suffered violent death, all that you might be justified, declared righteous before God who bore your sins in the body of Jesus. The violence that we deserve that you would be at peace with God. Dear friends in Christ, this is the very wisdom of God. This is the wisdom that justifies the children of God. This wisdom, voiced in the preaching of John and embodied in the bloodied corpse of Jesus, this wisdom is the power of God to save everyone who believes in Christ. In Jesus' name. Amen. And now the peace of God which passes all understanding. Keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus our Lord.